Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. My name is Jibs, George, Obi, Stephen, whatever you want to call me. And <laughs> and today we shall be talking about a wizard, or someone, at least someone who looks like a wizard. Today we're talking about one of the best shows on TV right now, HBO's own Barry. And of course, I'm joined by my good friend Jerry. How's it going, Jerry? I'm good, better. Um, yeah, nice to be back again. I didn't know your name was Steven. Great to have you back. Listen, we'll learn new things each week on the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. Right. Uh, I mean, Barry has a clock name, Steven. And we are also being hijacked by the Hefe, the Chief, the Big Man, El Boss Man. <laughs> banky, banky, bankley. What the hell are you doing on my podcast, man? Uh, so I just left the tattoo parlor. And I can't wait to show you guys the, the story of my journey once, once this episode is over. It's all private. Underneath is all, I just I had to come on the podcast and show you guys. Just have a lot of thoughts, don't you? Yeah, obviously, as mentioned before, we're definitely talking about Barry, season four, episode six, titled The Wizard, which was directed by Bill Hader, of course, because he's, you know, control freak, and written by Bill Hader, and obviously created by Alec Berg and Bill Hader as well. Um, yeah, we'll get into that episode, but before we delve in, just wanted to remind you guys to please, 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 civil player, is that please in French? That is please in French, yeah. To, I am learning French actually, to please subscribe, to rate, review us in all your platforms that you listen to us. YouTube, you can see our faces, you can see our trims, you don't want to see this trim, but you can see our trims, see our hats. Um, Spotify. Give us a nice review, rate us. It really does help with, um, you know, feedback is just always helpful to us and we'd really appreciate it. Just kind of always, always also want to thank you guys for, um, for listening. Kind of spies. I don't know what I did. <laughs> don't know what happened. I kind of glitched, but, um, for listening to us, we really appreciate it. You guys are everything to us more than everything. Is that, is that, is that possible more than everything? But if there is, if that is possible, that's what you guys are. And um, yeah, we do obviously appreciate you guys tuning in every week to listen to our amazing takes. And also, obviously, if you've got like any suggestions or if you want to be a lucky one on the Popcorn for Dinner podcast, you know, slide into our DMs, slide to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Those DMs, slide into my DMs as well. Um... <laughs> Slides Bankley's DMs, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's anyone's DMs where, you know, we're only need, need an extra <laughs> You're an extra friend, don't we? But um <laughs> before I sort of go off the tangent there, let's uh let's delve into the episode. So guys, the wizard, Barry, episode six, season four. One episode, man. Would you guys just initial thoughts, Jerry, let's get to you first. Why me? Okay. Um, I think I'm glad that, you know, we were discussing last week about how we're really seeing Barry and Sally or Clark and Emily in this eight year time jump. And it's only at the end that we get introduced to the rest of the world. And I think what that's doing for me now is kind of helping me settle myself into the idea that this is a time jump that has actually happened. So this is a real thing we're watching. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we're just seeing where some of these other characters, I mean, Barry would have to be very, 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 very vividly thinking of a possible future to even think of what would happen to, you know, Hank and what would happen to, um, Fuchs and with such detail that it's consistent with things he wouldn't know, like what happened to Fuchs mm-hmm. in prison. So we can accept that. And that, 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 that was the first thing for this episode. It was like kind of interesting to see what the characters have been up to sort of, um, you know, which characters still have the same motivations, which characters maybe have changed or we'll find out they haven't mm-hmm. really, um, which characters are still, you know, facing the same battles and demons or whatever. Like it's, yeah. And, I mean, before we go to you, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can already see that silly smirk on your face. <laughs> I think, I think I need to throw out a good apology because <laughs> I think, <laughs> I know that's what I actually, I actually forgot to mention in the, uh, at the top of the show. That's kind of why I'm here because you said that this is a time jump. And I, cause I thought it was just, you know, visions and flat. You know, By the way, I said it after episode four, not even episode <laughs> five, like you that last all two minutes. All the way back, and I was like, nah, 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 no way. So, I'm you know, good. I guess you're here for your victory lap. And it's very, it's very you have victory the fall. Like, who else fall. is going to pop me on the back if I didn't do it myself? <laughs> I mean, I thought, honestly, I thought it was obvious after we watched episode four. Oh my God. And then, no, but then you basically convinced me that I wasn't. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and obviously, we're obviously ahead of like watching inside of people. And then episode four came out, and people were a bit split. And episode five happened. And I was like, okay, this is obviously time job, but you guys were still debating it. So I was like, what, what, what's going on here? I, I, I think for me, it's just because like at the end of episode four, I didn't, I just didn't pay, I just didn't think of anything. Like I just didn't say, oh, what's going on here? I just instantly went with, okay, in episode one, we saw vision. Yeah. So it makes sense that this is happening too. But I was like, huh, there's something different about this. I hope I just left it. I didn't realize because I haven't really been paying attention to people's debates about the show, um, this season so much. So I just kind of missed out on that whole thing until I watched episode five. And then I'm like, wait, this is actually mm. happening. <laughs> I don't like this, but I think I'm okay with it now. Yeah, I was going to ask you, um, Bankley, have you just sort of settled into the fact that we've just time-jumped eight years? Yeah, I mean, we time-jumped eight years. I mean, I don't know, like, it's one of these things where confidence, right? We've talked about it before with writers. I'm just like, ah, okay, you guys want to time-jump, we'll time-jump, and I'll see what you guys want to do. If after two episodes it's bad, and I'm like, oh, it's bad, but like, I trust you guys so much, I'm like, if this is what you want to do, then we'll do it. I mean... We've seen shows, obviously not. I don't think I can't think of a show that we watched and loved that did this kind of eight-year time jump. Um, True I'm Detective be- season one did that. True, but that was always kind of like both timelines, wasn't it? True, true, true. Yeah, true, if, I'm not, true. if I'm not mistaken, yeah, but like I guess Saul correct. did it. Saul did it. Mm-hmm. Well, we always knew that Saul was moving towards that time jump. Yeah, Breaking Bad kind of did it as well. But like, so like, I don't know. I was like, okay, eight years. You have a story you want to tell. Okay, let's do it. I mean, House of the Dragon did Yeah, but that one, they were time jumping from... But also, that's true. That's true, I guess. <laughs> but they were time jumping from, from time, but yeah. What is it about HBO shows? Because when you think... Apparently, Euphoria is going to do it as well in their new season when they come out. Like, I don't know how true that is, but apparently... They're going to time jump to a point where Euphoria doesn't exist. Oh, that was... Let's, let's, that. Listen, I was... I was, I didn't want to say anything. I was I not involved. Anything, but... I don't even I know why I said that. Like, like <laughs> frankly, spend too much time around me. That's the sort of thing I'd say. I've so. become very <laughs> like, I don't know. Recently on podcast, I don't know why. I don't know why I said that. You need to, you need to calm down, take a chill pill. <laughs> Listen, it's good. Your nature it, is, is coming, coming out. out. Be, don't be too aware of the camera. Yeah, I'm, to, I'm becoming a podcast guy. 
should we start? Let's start with Barry then. Mm-hmm. Like he is becoming extremely anxious about the fact that this movie about him is coming out mm-hmm. and Gene is back and he has to finish and end, you know, the solution, you know, to Gene basically. Right. And mm-hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty ironic because, you know, the start of the episode, you can see when he's teaching Sally how to assemble the gun, you know, in quick time and everything. Right. And, you know, she's talking about how, and he's talking about how the movie's going to bring unwanted attention mm-hmm. and publicity, you know, bad publicity to them and everything, right? And, you know, he's like, you know, he needs to f- fix the solution. You know, he needs to fix the problem by mm-hmm. killing Gene. And I'm like, isn't this going to bring you more? I mean, attention? Sally says that as well, doesn't she? Yeah, she like- says that. And it's like kind of a, one of the few times I agree with Sally. In this episode, we'll get to Sally. Don't worry, we'll get to her. So, I mean, what do you guys think about his plan? I think it's same old Barry in the sense that, Bar- yeah, you, you you touched on the idea that he's kind of anxious about the decision, which is mm-hmm. true. Barry is someone that has, from seasons one, two, and three, kept on telling us that he wants to be better and we meet him in this time jump and we see him struggling with some sort of forced religion, or maybe he genuinely actually is turning to Christianity for help or yeah. whatever, um, or a version of it. And he's like, um, oh, sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? And and that's working for him, but he still doesn't know how to be a good person. He's still thinking, yeah, I'm going to kill Gene. So that probably thinking if I kill Gene, then he won't be able to tell them the truth, which he calls not the truth. Cause it's like that he's going to tell his own perspective. And that's just not mm-hmm. the truth because that's not his perspective. So he, if he kills Gene, then maybe they'll just make a fictional movie or maybe they'll be too scared to make the movie or something in his head that will work. But obviously like, in the grand scheme of things, you can easily see that that's a bad move that affects everybody else in the world negatively because Barry ultimately is a bad person. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to Barry, <laughs> to be fair to Barry, <laughs> like the story Gene, the story he expects Gene to tell is not the truth. It's the story that Gene tells the reporter when he's like, I don't want any more attention under a spotlight. And he doesn't give So like that, we know that that story is not is not true. But it's it's well, actually quite. It might be a lot of spice added into. It's, it's a lot of spice. It's like <laughs> <laughs> what does he? What does Gene say? He said to Barry, "Um, uh, I got you, motherfucker, or something." It's like yeah. I, I love you. Like it's it's a, like yeah. The basic some of the basic kernels of truth are there, but like it's so much spice. No, but it's actually quite ironic because if Barry knew that Gene was trying to kill the movie. He wouldn't be going through all these things. But I do think Sally, I think Sally calls it when she says, I think you just want to kill him because he turned you in. Yeah. Like, I, um, I think that's just, yeah. yeah, that's the that's the truth. That's and the that's underlying the factor. It, yeah. Yeah. And he's just sort of telling himself and deceiving himself that he's doing it to protect his family. I mean, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> no, oh, they yeah. all, they all that, do it to protect their family, all like, of them. <laughs> every I feel that's one. like a... That's a kind of common theme of hate you, isn't it? Do this well, anti-heroes, they want to believe that they're doing cool, it for their f- family. Yeah. Great or good or something. From what, um, but I do think he's found God. I think he's found religion. Do I think he's a good Christian? No. But I think no he way. believes he's found, like he believes that. He's trying that thing where he's found it, but he's trying to find it to work in his own. Because yeah. this was where, you know, I picked up that 
it's you you said at the beginning of the season banky that the show is almost not a comedy anymore but for me oh no i mean the show is very funny there, like the yeah, whole, don't, don't get me wrong the show is very whole, funny <laughs> what does he yeah. say that whole cycle of him just trying to find a pastor that will give him validation uh, and then he finally he's like yeah uh, that works i mean like That's the he thinks he's found the right one and then he's like oh wait no oh shit i mean do you get did you guys catch who the third pastor was that like, gave him validation did you catch the voice come yet um no like I, I didn't recognize the no, person. Bill, so Bill Burr. Was it Bill Burr? It was, I heard uh, that. I was like, "That's Bill Burr's voice." You cannot. Earth like, didn't I recognize that. Yeah, that's Bill Burr's voice. I was like, "Yeah," and that's <laughs> that's the pastor that he went to, who spent ten years in jail for for a hockey. Into, oh my god! No, but I do think, like, I think oh, it's like he's looking. He was looking. We can assume in the last eight years he was looking for absolution. He was looking for somebody to forgive of his sins and then mm-hmm. he found quote-unquote religion i mean yeah. it, it happens a lot doesn't it there's a reason the quote-unquote the stereotype is oh they go in and they come out as muslim like they found the nation of islam or whatever like yeah. you find yeah. religion to absolve you of your of your sins so i do think he doesn't want to do things that how do i put it he doesn't want to do things that like are outrightly against God and Christianity, yeah. but at the same time, he's who he is. He's a terrible person. Like he's not. Yeah, he's about to kill, or he's planning to kill somebody. Yeah, and like kind of also yeah. needs to add in the fact that he's very. I mean, too overprotective of the kid, of his kid. So I try not to read too much. Why do you think that is? That one, I just yeah. thought that was because he doesn't want, like, he doesn't want to blow their cover. Partly that, but I see it as again a parents trying to protect their child from their own traumas like and then going too far in the other direction mm. like it we, we see that cycle play out over and over in the real world i just feel like maybe that's or maybe i'm just reading too much from what i've seen in the real world yeah yeah i mean barry wants to be barry definitely wants to be a good dad yeah yeah but whatever like, that means we don't know I mean, but he wants to be a good dad separately i've also just noticed your name on this I thought about the last episode when he's showing him like the baseball clips to describe that was his kid. So from, funny. That was playing baseball, so funny. which was just extremely that was so funny. <laughs> just very, very strange. But Died from Yeah, I mean Bill Hader said something about I heard him talk about how Barry's kind of destroying everything as American for his son. Like first is Abraham Lincoln and then his baseball is <laughs> just kind of like destroying I'm destroying dead. this thing. I didn't even clock that. But anyway, yeah, I mean, we were talking about Barry. Let me not derail you too much, talking about previous episodes. Oh, man. I mean, talking about Barry teaching Sally how to put the gun together. What an episode she had, man. What an episode Sally had. I mean, teaching, giving her son alcohol, incredible parenting right there. I was kind of like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? Like, she giving her kid out. What was that, vodka as well? It was vodka. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's Okay, that answers a huge question for me now because I was really thinking, why the fuck is this boy? Not oh drinking? yeah, that boy was knocked out. That boy is eight, and just <laughs> how much vodka she got. That's like yeah. that's pre-drinks, but like, that boy was god. That was like me at that night. Um, I'm not. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Ironically, it was it a was white gone. girl that gave me the drink as well. Jeez, Anyways, um, sure. <laughs> let's 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 before we finish let's read like before we go to Sally I think you want to go to Sally or Bia. do you want let's finish with Barry like Barry himself because obviously I'm about the to talk about ends. how easy it was to find to buy a gun <laughs> I mean the funny thing is that like that was not like obviously it's very easy but like that's a joke that can work that's been working for how many years there were a lot of show, yeah. jokes or kind of just satirical 
bits in this episode that I really caught. I mean, we'll get to Gene and mm, I think he was trying mm. to satire Hollywood and yeah, I mean, stuff yeah. like that. But um, yeah, that was pretty. I think that scene. Sorry to put it in like that, but I think that scene as well. Because usually, when you when a show gives you that idea of the steps that people take that aren't really steps, it's like this one's kind of new for me. Because then they're like showing you the violence that comes from guns, and it's just I like think okay, so shot wounds, and it's like someone that's been like, yeah. Oh, so I think that is like going. them imagining what happens in the next eight years. Because obviously now with smoking, you have like those images mm-hmm. of lungs on the on the packet. I don't think they show those pictures now, yeah. but I think they're like, oh, this is what people, the NRA would think is like a good solution or whatever, a good deterrent. Well, that might be like a concession time. that might, yeah. they might make I the think, government to put. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think what was funny for me was that that scene starts with obviously Barry and behind him, you see all these like toys and teddy bears. So I thought he was buying a gift for his son and then the camera just cuts and he's like buying. So like, it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, those memes are like, Barbie and Oppenheimer. It's like teddy bears <laughs> on one side and just guns on the other. Like, Cold what's designs. happening here? <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel like Barry has done. I'm not sure if it was Barry actually, but I feel like the show did that. And plenty of them do. Like how Barry did it. You're right. Barry did last season. You just go to any random. Did it last season when Annabeth Kiss and her son went to buy a gun and they like just sign here or something. They did last season. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk about the end because I don't think. Yeah, let's talk about the end. Why not? Should we? No, let's save it for the end. Did you say for the end? That's well, I mean, it's still on Barry, so it depends on what you want I to mean, do. I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah Barry, actually, let's say that. Let's, let's say for the end. I guess we can go to Sally. I mean, one episode she had, man, because I guess towards the end of the episode as well, I mean, because I was thinking as well, maybe she's a bit drunk and she's sort of visualizing shit and like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And you see, like, this man in a gimp suit <laughs> who is basically staring, you know, following her from behind. Then she slams the door, but something goes in his eye. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Then the guy runs out the back. So here's my reading on that. Sorry to interject, but I only caught it on my second watch, which was like 15 minutes ago. All the things she's hearing, I don't think they are real. Because he starts, he starts saying, what did you put in my eye, you fucking bitch? Is that metal? And that's what the Taylor guy from last season finale was saying when, he was, when she was killing him. Remember when she stabs him in the eye? And then, so I think the, she's obviously, and we remember, like, she saw Taylor in episode three when she's rude to now mm. a franchise movie star. Um, <laughs> so I think, so I think, that obviously triggers her fear because there's another guy that is trying to, is, she's afraid of trying to kill her. And then she starts remembering or remembering all the things that the guy was saying. Like, what did you, because I was like, that's so weird. Who is he talking to? There's no woman in there. Like on first of all, I was like really confused. Like, is he trying to stage it? So like to see him, but like nobody's there. But so I think some parts might be real because there's some, actually I don't even yeah. know because there's some parts where he was like, the kid is not waking up. The kid is dead. So I don't know. I don't know if that was like Sally, Sally's own fear about maybe she's killed her son by by. Yeah, because because when Drew. she fired when she fired that round, I thought it hit her son. But but nothing came out, right? Nothing like I don't think anything. I don't think she puts. Yeah, no. There was the whole. They they made sure to like you know that when she went into the bed, the bullet rolled out. So when she assembled, the yeah, bomb, there, was there was no bullet. No bullet. Yeah. So, so was that was that kind of just like a blank or something? Yeah. No, I don't. I just think nothing. Yeah. Not not blank. Just nothing came out. Like no, as the like, cartridges yeah. were empty. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I think yeah. So I think all of that was in her head. So like the guy must have been 
I don't know what the plan is. I'm assuming that that's the guy from that from she was working with that she strangled. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I don't know what the plan was. Just to, is it to scare her? Maybe it's to scare her. I don't know. And and he tries to like tip over um tip over the caravan as well, didn't they? But that's a house. That's not a caravan. If flimsy houses in the desert. Because I was thinking, I, about, I was like, what are they, what are they, they using idea. to do this? I mean, that house is made of that house is made of like timber and prayers, man. That thing was fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the card, the card, the dog. But house. this is where it feel, exactly <laughs> like in that that house was pretty much hollow. Like that house used to break every episode. Right. But no, this is where I, I think it's interesting you pick up on the the Taylor guy from season mm-hmm. three, because yeah. One thing that I was t- obviously we can talk about Bill Hader's unique style of directing and his use of sound. One thing I was picking up on again was how in that exact scene, you know, they're giving us the whole action is outside and we're only using um sound as well. So it, yeah, there's probably a link there with oh well, there's obviously a link there since it's the same audio. Yeah. Like, what did you put mm-hmm. in my eye? Um, but it's just I remember watching that and thinking, wait, I'm so confused. Like we only saw one guy. Is it that there's two guys now? Is there someone else mm-hmm. in the car? Was there? Is it that we only saw the one person because that's the one person that was in you know that she should have noticed because like for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. it's like they just kept they kept convincing you that she was about to notice yeah but she was so drunk she like was, I, I was like I, i'm not even into i understand like she's so drunk you know when like you've gone to bed like 30 minutes before so like the the drug is like you're just staggering to the top you're like yeah I, you can't notice anything within a five meter region i was like fair enough i get it sally i get it sally's lit man sally's lit yeah, well, op- opposite of lit, her, dr- her, <laughs> <laughs> her drinking is not fun. So just absolute downing. Um, that apathy was a lot. I mean, yeah, she's freaking out. So she calls Barry, and this is the first time her son actually, because I, 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 the son already had kind of suspicions that these weren't. Second time, sorry, the son already had suspicions that these weren't their real names, but I think now it's just kind of just confirmed it for him, hasn't it? Mm. Does your does your mom wear wear hair on top of her real hair? <laughs> <laughs> Who's oh, oh, this boy's therapy is gonna be so expensive, man. He's gonna go through. Bruh. She needed to do something. I, I'm not a wig. I'm not a wig connoisseur, right? But mm-hmm. Sally needed to do a bit better with the wigs because that was just <laughs> so obvious. When you think about it, is dyeing your hair not like if you're long term going away, isn't dyeing your hair more sustainable than wearing a wig? I think it's just a bit of a faff, isn't it? Just dyeing it every Yeah, true, oof. yeah. Her natural every... colour to keep coming back. Yeah, okay, just okay, you. coming out and stuff. Could they be hair? Connoisseur, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you letting hair stuff for? Listen, I can't disclose on the popcorn podcast, that's but enough, that's what, what, what is that? Gene. Interesting. Gene 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 is back. Well, he was back last last episode, but I mean, he looks like a proper wizard. And obviously, this is kind of where the episode title has come from. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking about, you know, we're here, we're led to the studios and kind of talking to him about the movie and they're, you know, pitching him. They're not really pitching, just more of telling him exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, whether he likes it or not, that's kind of like what direction they're going with. So, the premise of the film is it's kind of like a semi, 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 semi autobiographical kind of biographical um, um, portrayal of Gene and um, Barry eight mm-hmm. years ago. And it's supposed to be a cat and mouse thriller. <laughs> and I was like, um, but isn't this kind of what happened? 
I mean, they're not necessarily wrong. Yeah, but like, first of all, can I just say that if this wasn't a true life story, quote unquote, this would have been a perfect Fincher film. Can you imagine like a, a catamount thriller with an assassin and, and his his um, teacher catches him, basically gone girl and girl with the dragon tattoo. Fincher was, when, when you watch that, if you actually watch his scene, Jackman was like, fuck, I can't believe they did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> actually um, taking that now. But like, I mean, uh, here's the thing, on the, on the face of it, yes, but like, the Gene uh, did not Gene was not a hero like uh, yes Gene but he wasn't the hero I don't have to put it like he can't paint himself as the hero in this situation because also let's not let's not forget the fact that they completely whitewashed the story they removed the only black man from the story so so this yeah. movie version has no black man like um, what's his name what's Moss's first name Jim Jim, I think it's Jim. Jim, Jim yeah. Moss. Yeah. Jim Moss. Yeah, like he's yeah, not in the Jim. story anymore. Now all of a sudden it's just Jim that did everything. Um, I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like the basic building blocks are there. It's, an acting student is a, what they call it, is a criminal, is a serial mm-hmm. killer. He it's kills his, says he, is. he kills his teacher's um, girlfriend and then his teacher helps him get captured years later. All that. that is true, but like everything else is not true. I have to put it like. And um, Jerry, do you reckon that was a kind of critique on just you know the Hollywood studio system? Because he's sort of saying um, he's saying that, and obviously we we all know that like he was the one that sort of added spice to the story initially. Mm-hmm. But he's come back and saying that he wants everything to change. And this is actually not really happened. Etc. Etc. And they're like, um, no, we're so. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna go ahead with uh, what you gave us earlier on because it's kind of the story that sells. When you watch that initially, yeah. do you think? Uh, I mean, Bill Hader is definitely saying something about Hollywood and it, you know the dichotomy between its studio producers and its writers. And funny you mention that because there's a writer strike right now, isn't there? Yeah, um, I think. On the first watch, no, the first watch, my focus was on how Gene potentially has changed. But yeah, the second time I was like, okay, yeah, because Gene, like we talked about this before, that Gene and Sally seem to be the characters that they use specifically for, especially Sally, but this time it's Gene, specifically for this um, Hollywood commentary. And yeah, he literally spells it out and says, you are glorifying mm-hmm. a killer. And, you know, because yes, when you make a movie like this, we see it time and time again, instead of the person, the villain of the story being vilified, they are the main character for one. So they will have fans. They will have people glorifying them like Ted Bundy or whatever. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's it's what always mm-hmm. happens. And Gene doesn't want to, it could still be protection, like Gene trying to protect himself, but Gene doesn't want to partake in that. He doesn't want to elevate Barry or give Barry that legendary cult hero or cult whatever status. Um yeah, I think that was definitely in there as well. Um, but my other thing in that scene was I still want to know who the president of Warner is because I'm convinced it's going to be one of the guys from the acting class, specifically my eyes on the black. No way. Do you want me to go from acting class to president of Warner Brothers in eight years? <laughs> nah, I'd, okay, maybe not him. Maybe not him. Or maybe Sally's agent or... I mean, Sally's agent like is not... Yeah. Or even the president of Banshee. But I don't think we'll see that person. That's yeah. quite interesting because he was like he wants to go straight to the president, and I mean it's a good it's a good shot because they must you know it's in quite oh, yeah, so that last last week. I just think it would be a lot funnier if it's someone from the acting class, but it could easily have been any other people at Banshee or like that woman that did the uh, 
when it's a day. No, so I mean, it's a long time, man. Time flies. Yeah. So there is no. That was. I don't know what I was. I don't know where I was going with that statement just now. There was no follow up to what I was just going to say. No, when you get when okay, there's a good point that you made about the critic of Hollywood and writers and all that. Because also just on what Jerry said, when that scene happened, the first thing that came to my mind was just Dharma. I just, I just, I was just thinking about Dharma, <laughs> the, the Netflix show Dharma. I was like, yeah, and I mean, look, we are covering love and death on this podcast, so we are probably part of the problem if if it is a problem. But like, yeah, like it was what. Like we can't keep on making these stories about these people and making them the heroes and like what what does she say that he's he's the main character but he's the villain and you're the hero like but you said yeah, he's the main character like, people are gonna people are gonna go Barry, yeah, yeah people are gonna go like as Barry Berkman for for Halloween like so it's yeah I mean if this wasn't the final season of the show I would say that like Gene is gonna Gene it up again like he's gonna become kind selfish and do something and like, yeah. But because it's final season, yeah. there are three episodes left. Maybe this is actually the, his end game. Maybe it's actually the story will end this way, like with him trying to stop the the movie. Yeah. Okay. Sounds sounds. I mean, you know, he obviously you know, has a chat with the DA and kind of question. And I'm sorry. Can I just say that that's the funniest part of the episode for me? But he's like, what do I take two more? Eat two bites two of more, your salad and come two with more me. Two bites of your salad and come with me. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> why two? Why not just come at me straight away or finish your salad? Just like two bites and yeah. <laughs> come back. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I thought we were go- I'm going to see if I actually have the two bites, but that would have been too much. That would have been too much. Way too much for us. Way too much for us. Um, I mean, I think what was a bit, um, I mean, for Gene, the crux of the episode for him was meeting his son, Leah, who we hmm. thought, you know, we kind of left that question open about, is he dead or is he not dead when he shot yeah. him? When we spoke about it, I think it might have been two episodes before this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. find out, oh, he's not dead. So it wasn't, thankfully, it wasn't like a fatal gunshot. I think um, Jerry actually mentioned that it was to the right. Yeah, I was, I was right. Like, it was on his right shoulder. I just don't know where the second mm-hmm. one went. Right but, shoulder, like, so. He said non-fatal, so. Yeah, thankfully, he's not dead. I mean, I... At first, he, he's quite apprehensive to Gene, but I think he kind of left him in eventually. And um, I mean, he's way more forgiving than his son. Eight years. <laughs> took him eight years to apologize. That's mental. Yeah, like, Leo's son doesn't even want him there. Like, why is, no. why is this guy here? I mean, why is he here? The yeah. look on his face is kind of, oh, my God. Even, like, the worst, like, the saddest hug ever. And just, oh, when's mm-hmm. about his day? It's pretty... I mean, it's telling because... Leo's son kind of interrupts um, Barry's first assassination attempt, doesn't he? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, kind of like, oh, it's kind of waiting. You just know something, you just know something's going to go wrong. And it does. I mean, I guess we'll get to, we'll get to the end eventually. So, I mean, what do you think of like that whole dynamic then? Um, I mean, Leo is very fun. Leo might be the best person on this show. Like he's very forgiving. He's he's forgiving his Almost dad so forgiving. many times. Like he has no reason to open. I mean, that he door. wants a relationship with his yeah, dad. Yeah, like if you shoot me and I don't I don't see you for eight years, I think that's like us done. I think like that's cool. Uh, like we we, like we, we give the good run. Yeah, I was like, I, we, we don't need to do this again. It's fine. You can go live your life. Now? I did find one thing interesting there. 
that when I was doing the rewatch was when Barry in at the beginning of season three threatened Gene. Mm. It was Gene, Leo, and the grand and um, Gene's grandson mm. in the house. And then this time, seeing Leo there is enough to kind of deter him only for a well, moment. Well, Leo's son. Um, it does, yeah. So it is kind of enough that you see that Barry maybe is still in his weird way struggling or trying to be a good person in that he, or at the very least, doesn't want to kill in front yeah, of the child. Yeah, but it goes back to the original thing that it's his version of a good person because he's like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't kill the child, but you're still going to kill at least one other person, maybe two. But it's like, oh, I wouldn't kill. Like, I don't think that's the 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 line that God draws. Like, oh, you didn't kill the child. It takes us back to Ronnie Lily as well, because he was ready to kill Ronnie. I was thinking about Ronnie Lily a lot this episode because of that thing with Sally. But I, I was just giving me strong Ronnie Lily vibes. That what was an episode. That was, the first time watching, I was like, this is bizarre, but fun. yeah. Very, very which is fun. why which is why I'm so okay to accept the time jump because like this is a show that has done things like this like they they can do weird things. So it's like, just very fine. unconventional and very it's sort of thing like it doesn't it just throws you in there and mm-hmm. it's like all right sort yourself out and <laughs> sort yourself out is a good way to, a good way to put it and, actually you know try and get what we're doing you know quickly and you know I like really like like you know Bill here doesn't really insult our intelligence I mean regimes mm. are all smart people which not but. Guess that's good on Bill Hader. Should we talk about Fuchs? Fuchs has neck tattoos. The Raven? Yeah. Do you mean the Raven? raven? <laughs> Sorry, the Raven. And what, what's, what's the aside? Is it, is it four, four fingers up? It's the four fingers and you know, his black painted nails, nails polished like, as well. And it's like, this guy is just flexing, man. Jerry, what do you think of? I mean, how how was your face when you saw Fuchs for the first time? Like, rate your level of surprise from a scale of 1 to 10? Surprise? I don't think there was any surprise. I think, it, it, like I said, this episode kind of grounded you in the reality that this is a time jump that happened. So you're seeing Fuchs. It's like, oh, of course, he would be in prison. <clears throat> he would be in prison for a long time. So him coming out after eight years makes sense for the crimes. I, I feel like he probably deserved more. But um, he's coming out, and then you see that he's fully adopted the moniker of the Raven, which is another reason why Hank is the greatest because Hank came up with that and look at what he's created. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Fuchs comes out. It looks like, you know, what we were discussing then that maybe the prison, <clears throat> maybe the guys in the prison will acknowledge that he didn't actually sell out Barry and maybe that blossoms over eight years and the Raven actually controls the prison to the point that the guard is obviously part of his cult <laughs> and he has people waiting for mm-hmm. him because normally you think who the hell would pick up um barry from prison i actually thought about that in the scene like obviously god forbid i go to prison but like who would actually pick up different characters when they come out in this case there's no one left mm-hmm. for fuchs but there's so many people actually left for fuchs and even when he comes out he has enough of a relationship with hank that is already a pre-existing meeting he can come into meaning he has fully adopted the moniker he has become the raven which is just hank just blabbing out the story to get people off his trail and it's a thing now Buckley, how many times have you walked into a coffee shop given the one eyebrow raise and just left with the left with the barrister how many times have well the first part of that Several times. The second half has not doesn't work for me yet. I've, yet. I've given the I've given the eyebrow yeah. raise, but it hasn't it hasn't been successful. I can't do the eyebrow raise, unfortunately. And no, I can't do that. So eyebrow ridiculous. Eyebrow so I can't do, do it. Um, we had, we knew someone in school who could do eyebrow raise for both eyes, 
and he could like do it alternatively so he could go up and down it was quite anyway uh, <laughs> so uh. when that scene starts i'm thinking wait is this hank because obviously it's in soft focus is a white guy i'm like is this hank did hank go to prison in eight years i'm like there's no did way hair i was like did there's no way they made anthony carrigan like grew that big for like a time jump and then it goes to fuchs and i just burst out laughing i was like what is that and i just love it because like it's that um I mean, we've all watched movies where people get out of jail. And if it's not Ocean's Eleven, like, they do the same thing. They come out of jail. They go get the girl. I mean, Ocean's Eleven tried to do it. They go get the girl. They have sex for the first time because they've been in prison. All this, like, they, they, it does the same beat, but, like, it does the same beat in, like, Fuchs's way. Like, how does he just get a wife in the first day he left prison? <laughs> and he's got like, a daughter as well. Adopted daughter. daughter in college. Is... I know they're just, they're just, that woman never says a word the entire episode. They're just also like okay with it. Yeah, this is this is our reality now. <laughs> I guess, I, and it's like I just never I have a daughter who I've never spoken to before. I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Uh, <laughs> the Raven, man. So the Raven. I mean, he gets out of jail mm-hmm. straight to Hank, and you can see, no Hank is literally head of a Fortune five hundred company, <laughs> massive conglomerate company he's absolutely loaded and you're like what the hell happened in eight years what the hell happened in eight years and you can see when you walk into the building you see this um this uh statue of cristobal and you can see all the Chris did you remind you of the ronaldo statue <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking of what can now, say, like the, now that you yeah, say it the statue looked look nothing like Cristobal. yeah well to be fair this was better than the ronaldo one obviously but I, I was still like that doesn't really look like Cristobal. yeah that's a good shout because like the first time my first watch i was like who is that supposed to be who is that meant to be <laughs> i i mean i figured it would be but like going up you know before they showed us up close i was like is that is that yeah Cristobal? you're like you know it's meant to be Cristobal, but you're like is it Cristobal? <laughs> But then, yeah, eventually you see it's clearly Cristobal. But before we even segue into, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, actually, no, this will work. Like, let's continue with Hank. Yeah. I mean, we agree that Hank, Hank's thing is like a front, right, for illegal activities. Like, it's a money laundry yeah, front. Probably. Okay, that's fine. He didn't actually go yeah, to. Yeah, like, I mean, he. why else would he need, if it's just real estate, why would he need those that's properties? True. Like, why would he need those goods for security by, as well? Yeah, like you could just get a legit security agent. Well, you know, he's hanging out in Hollywood. He's hanging out with the mayor. He's legit. So <laughs> he's supposed to be like the. Isn't that what drugs? He's supposed to be like the diet. Um, uh, Gus Fring, isn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, I guess it's a version of Gus Fring. Yeah, I guess. Well, no, but let's know. That's that's rude to Barry. Barry writer is like he's his own person. His own but, thing, but but Gus Fring was like that as well. Yes, like he's like you know, Gus Fring with a sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> and good dress sense. <laughs> but I, I I don't know. Fuchs insulted his suit. I thought his suit was nice. I I can never wear it because I can't pull it off. But, but I thought Halloween, I thought maybe? Hank was pulling it off. Um, I mean they have this uh kind of episode. Um, at dinner where, uh, sort of Fuchs goes uh Hank into stealing Chris Ball's idea, then having Christabel uh murdered. I mean, what do they call it? <laughs> What do they call him? No, is it Noho's? Um, Noho Hourglass. No Hourglass. Oh yeah, when he killed the people in the sand. Oh, when he killed yeah. the people in the sand. The fact that that stuff of a legend now is wow. Well, I mean, he did eliminate two cartels. Like, Just like that. I think that's yeah. a, that's a big deal. That's like 
That deserves to be a legend. And he has like, obviously he has some rep in his street right now. So he's mm-hmm. balling. But he doesn't take kind to that, does he? Well, oh, it's no. funny because he loves the no hourglass bit. Like he's happy about that. But it's when they accuse him of killing Christopher that he's like, nah, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't do that. How would you call that a compliment? Um, obviously we know he did. And apparently everyone else knows that he did. So it's like, why are you, why are you like... So, I mean, so what's the, what's the issue? It's one of those things where, again, like, he probably doesn't, like, in his head, Cristobal had an opportunity to be part of this. And he's trying his best because he genuinely loved Cristobal. Um, at least from everything we can see, all the tributes to Cristobal. Um, and keeping Cristobal's memory alive or whatever. He genuinely loved Cristobal. So the idea that he killed the person he loved is obviously going to trigger him and what i was taking there as well was this idea of like seeing which characters have truly changed and which ones are still struggling and um you almost see fuchs for one hasn't exactly changed fuchs comes out and his most like he's still like oh i guess in a sense he's changed back in that he wants to get barry instantly because barry obviously snaked him so he's like i want barry that's my number one priority. And Hank, in his way, is like, I've created a new world for myself. And Fuchs is there reminding him, like, no, 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 no. You're a bad person. And you did this really shitty thing to create this world for yourself. But, like, you're still a bad person. And he can't reconcile that, which is fair. Because in his head, it was maybe the elders. Do you think Hank doesn't think he's a bad person? Oh, I think he's accepted that. But, like... I think it's just the Christopher bit. Hank that is Hank. He's, he's, I think he's fine. Like, he's fine knowing yeah. he's a bad person, that like he killed people. It's just the Christopher, like, he doesn't want to believe, no, not believe because he knows, but he doesn't want to publicly accept, I guess, accept, that he killed, yeah. Yeah, killed yeah, his partner. That he was that evil. His life or whatever, yeah. And he's kind of done all this. If it's me. just about being a bad person in season two, he was telling Barry, like, where Yeah, I think he definitely, people. like, he knows, he knows <laughs> what he's doing. He's not, he's not lying to himself. Like, he said this to Crystal Boy. He was mm-hmm. like, look, we're, we're going to become the bosses of LA and you can't do that by, like, he takes oh, yeah, a psychopath to do it. I think it's just like, he always I believed. didn't kill, like, like, I did, yeah, I did all these evil things, but come on, I didn't kill the love of my life, man. I think if him seeing yeah. it, it's like, I don't know how to put it, like, he knows he did it, but I think him saying that he did it would be like, be too much for him mentally does that make sense like you like mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. him actually accepting that he did kill christopher i'm gonna say some cheeky critique on uh but did on he capitalism you know? wait what do you mean by did he of course he killed christopher i mean he was a part of it but at the end of the day he his could you argue that his hands were tied in that situation? no no he, he begged him to yeah but he's the reason christopher was in that position in the first place he 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 agreed to I the mean, deal with the elders and peter because in his idea, the other alternative was the elders would kill him and Cristobal as well. So he was off from his perspective. I'm not saying that I agree with Hank, right? But from his perspective, he was doing what he thought would protect him and Cristobal and fuck everybody else. All yeah, boy, it's like saying... He int- he, how do I put it? I don't know. It's like saying... was He definitely didn't intend for Cristobal to be dead. Even when Cristobal is shot, he knows it's going to happen. He just can't prevent it. But then that other guy comes in and says, sorry, man, I I wish it didn't go that way. I'm paraphrasing. But he essentially says, I'm like, everyone hoped that Cristobal would pick differently. I think he doesn't tell Cristobal about the plan because he knows Cristobal will not accept it. And he knows, and once, so once he makes a decision that Cristobal will not like it, he's basically killing Cristobal because he knows that Cristobal would not... Unless he's hoping that Christopher would love him so much that he stays. And that's 
that's hoping against that's where i'm coming like it seemed like that was that was a delusion that we picked on that he's similar to barry like he genuinely thought or hoped that christopher would actually just be like okay fine because christopher does call him out and is like did you think like what did you think Mm -hmm. was going Mm -hmm. to happen and was like i love you i love you." yeah so he was delusional doesn't mean he wasn't responsible just could uh just could say that but like kind of when that happens he cut off the agreement doesn't he with uh fuchs and mm-hmm. it's like okay what the hell i love the way um steven Root plays that scene <laughs> it's like what the hell just happened <laughs> what is that what the hell just happened like so what, what happens i mean this i mean i guess they have the 800k don't they through the through the Mula app the Mula app oh my god <laughs> oh can i just say i love that in ats time podcast is still be a thing uh, we don't know if it's only religious podcasts, but at least podcasts will still be a thing in ATS He times, was jamming right? to a lot of religious podcasts, wasn't he? He was just yeah. banging it out, just listening all the way. But, um, yeah, I guess, I mean, like, now that I sort of said podcasts, I guess kind of roll back to Barry in the end. Mm. So do you think that was a honey trap then for Barry? Okay, can I just, before, I know you guys have thought, can I just say this? So, the door is open, and Barry's kind of like, he's, all, he's thinking about not killing um, Gene, and he's walking away, and he sees the door open. So to him, he thinks it's a sign. And I'm thinking, bro, all I can think about is this is a three finale. I'm like, why aren't you remembering this? Like, this was the most harrowing time of your life. Why aren't you remembering the trap that you were last in when an old man was in his house alone? What is going on here? Why aren't you? So, and then obviously, um, uh, Moss comes in and captures it. I was like, yeah, duh. What were you expecting to? I'm like, why didn't you remember this thing? I don't know if, I don't think Gene is that good an actor. So I don't know if Gene was involved. I think he just only left his door open. I think Moss must have been following one or two of them. But we'll find out, I guess, next week if Gene was. I don't think Gene was involved. I do love the fact that, like, Moss's chair in his garage is not like a rolly chair because he's older. Which <laughs> begs can... the question of what happened eight years earlier. Well, well what do you mean Moss, eight years? Oh, the parked, parked outside their house, Sally and Barry's house. Yeah, but they got away. I mean, like, let's not, like, Barry's is an international assassin. Like, I know he's creepy up your head, but, like, he's good at his job. He's good at his job, I guess. <laughs> so, Check like, CV. I think we could just say he got away. We don't have to, like, yeah, is it, was it difficult? Probably. But he probably found a way. Is that one of those things that you feel like maybe they will they will show us that scene and then show us the juxtaposition with the you know what? scene in the garage? I think they might not. I think like I, like you guys said about Beheda and Barry, I think they should just like just take it, just move on, just move on, just yeah. Like yeah. I don't think they might feel the need to. I like, another show might start Explain next episode things. with a flashback, and maybe this show would. I don't. I don't know if they would, but I'll be, I, I'm more of the opinion that they, they would just continue, just like forget about eight years ago. What I did like was that. Do you yes, think? Sorry, do you think there's a chance that all of this is psychological torture from Jim? Like he caught them about to escape barrier and he's like, what do you think that life would look like? And J- they're really Jeremiah, just in this Jeremiah, this this is real. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Like stuff. Yeah, stop imagining that stuff is real. <laughs> no, <laughs> we just want to visualize shit, man. Clearly. No, just just in one moment. Like, what if, what if? No, I do like the fact that um if you look in the background of Jim Moss in soft focus. You can kind of see, it's almost like the, it's always in sunny in Philadelphia, like pain board. Like you can see that he's been working on this for eight years. Like he's been probably fighting them. Yeah. Because everyone kind of assumes Barry is dead. They haven't seen him in eight years, but mm-hmm. Jim knows, Jim knows better. Jim knows. Um, get his captors to at the very him. least, he was there when they decided to escape. So he knows that something went down. Yeah. And like, yeah. No, he found them. 
But uh, yeah, I'm quite excited to see what happens to. Um, actually, I'm most excited to see who the hell that gimp man was. That's that's what I'm most excited to to to, to find out in the next couple of episodes. I mean, um, I always, always like the consequences on the guy that consequences for the kid. Figuring out like these are his real parents. Um, Fuchs, what the hell happens going on with Fuchs? What the hell happens to Fuchs? What the hell? I mean, Hank, does he give up some wild shit? Barry, because I mean, I'm guessing there has to be some resolution between Barry and the rest of the of the characters, doesn't? Yeah, I mean, two episodes left, right? Is it two or three? Yeah, this is six. Two. So yeah, two. Oh seven well, we we have up to seven. I believe there's seven eight, and eight. Yeah, seven, seven and eight. eight. Okay, be a dev- so it's two wild two episodes. So how can we resolve this in two episodes? And I'm. I'm Pretty sure Bill Hader wouldn't do like a, you know, series finale, one hour special or something. And I don't think one hour would work for Barry as well. I think we're kind of I think so used to. 40 minutes max. For max 40 45. Mm. Yeah. I think he's sort of, um, I mean, there's a pace about this show that 30 minutes is sort of like the sweet spot as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of gives you enough. So I guess we shall see when that happens. And uh, yeah. How long was the finale last time? Was it also 30 minutes? minutes? I wrote it rather an episode more than 35 minutes. Series finales are special. Never, ever special. special. But, I mean, there's not a lot of TV shows that do series finales well, though, do they? So, we start fingers. Well, I mean, please. Lots of of our faves have done good series finales. Yeah, these ones have to land. Uh, I I mean, mean, Breaking Bad. I have a lot of thoughts on Breaking Bad, but I guess no Breaking Bad was great. Wait, you... I mean, I feel like I, I know most of the spoilers, but still... I'm, no I'm, saying, I'm, sorry, I'm just saying it's either good or not good. I thought The Wire was great, but yes. people might disagree on me on that. I thought Mad Men was great as well. People would disagree. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean... Mm, Game of Thrones, yeah. anybody? <laughs> and that is everything. <laughs> and that is all for this podcast, guys. Thank you a lot for... I had one more thought, something I really liked. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Is this something I really like? Like, I guess every episode we can always pick out the usual Barry recording the environment and using sound and blah, blah. But something I like when some movies do is like just paying attention to the context of sound and how like whatever you're listening to transitions through the scene. It's not just a soundtrack. So like the things like when Barry is listening in the store and it's a podcast on his phone and then he gets into the car and it connects to the bluetooth in the car like things like that i just like picking up and i just find him yeah it's worth mentioning that because i think bill Hader said he was quite influenced by um no country for old men if you guys have seen the film so i think Mm. there's no music in the film no score nothing Mm -hmm. it's all sort of all all the sounds from the film are kind of sounds from the environment and Things people are mm. listening to and stuff around. Well, I mean, we yeah. haven't heard the theme song this season. I don't think we're going to hear it anytime soon. So. No. And I don't think there's any point. We've gone six yeah. episodes now without Maybe it. Just keep it yeah, on this the finale. somber. Shit happens in the finale, you know. That's in the final I mean, the shot. Is like, sure. Yeah. The theme song is, is not like, it's not cheerful, but it's a bit upbeat-ish. If that makes sense. Like, it's, yeah. I, I don't, I can't do it, mm. but you get what I mean. It's not, it kind of wakes yeah, so you up. I don't up. know if it even fits into. And it's really, really short as well, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, yeah. Barry, and that's it. It's kind anyway. Of like the that's why I think it could only work as like the, the very, like, like the show is done, the very, if it ends on some kind of cliffhanger or dramatic what the F moment, and then it just pivot to that, like, fair enough, but I doubt, like, do you reckon people, do you reckon more people would be annoyed if it ends on a cliffhanger? 
Which I can, it'll be more people that are like, okay, that's the show. Well, it depends on what the Okay, maybe is. I shouldn't have used the word exactly. Maybe I shouldn't have used the word cliffhanger because I don't, I, I don't want to get into the idea of, oh, did this happen? Did that? I just meant more like something that really goes, what the fuck? Like something that really just pops out on your screen, like something like, shocking or something like, funny. I was say like the Sopranos I mean. ending where it's a bit ambiguous, but we again, but I am not going I mean, to say anything. Jerry, I haven't watched Sopranos, but the fact that you don't know how the Sopranos ends I mean, in 2020 I mean, is very well, remarkable. Because yeah. do you know how I got spoiled about they the spoiled Sopranos of, ending? It was Seinfeld? 2014, I think, and it was on Family Guy. That's how that's how <laughs> Sopranos was spoiled for the me. The thing so, is, I remember, I don't know what show I was watching. I literally had to go blah, 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 because they were watching an episode of like the season that I was currently oh, on. That was, that um, was what they called it. That was She-Hulk. Oh, anyway, yeah, there we go. Obia, uh, I can't believe we're ending an episode on. Oh my god! Just don't, don't be, don't be your incel self. Just don't. What's wrong? Just with, don't, what's don't wrong fall into your. I know, I know your incel brigade is online. They're they're doing their hashtags. I've seen a lot more time on Reddit. The men for jibs, like just, just don't, don't do what you have to do. All right. Anyway, Keep guys, your army calm. one question before we before we actually go off. What do you guys think Jim's gonna do with Barry? Did you love you, my daughter? Even trying to tell me. Did you yeah, love Janice Moss? Like say say it again. Then Barry probably like shit his bald head or something. <laughs> um, or maybe maybe he forgives Barry. He didn't spend eight years tracking him so he can forgive him. <laughs> that's not what this show is I feel, like so, I feel like it's the sort of person who like I feel like we have all the forgiveness in the show in Leo like yeah, he has too exactly, much to yeah. give like, and, that was, and that was even too surprised that was all surprising for for, for Banky yeah, <laughs> like, it's no, a bit too much that's, so. that's, that's enough that's enough forgiving please probably get back to your shit but um yeah guys any last thoughts on the wizard no I'm good thank you guys for having me that's it thank you Thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for interrupting other than coming. Um, thanks, Jerry, as well. Giving us your insightful thoughts. And uh, thank all of you guys for listening. We will be back next week. Don't forget to obviously listen to our other shows going up. Moment got Succession, which is still going strong. Mm-hmm. And Ted Lasso is still going on. Love and Death just sort of started. That's, that's, still, that's still hitting. Yeah, you know, if you like, if you like people... Innocent people killing people, or seemingly innocent-looking people killing people, then you can. If you like Wonder Vision killing people, well, yeah. If you like, there we go. That was. Yeah. Was very good on the show. That'll, for without yeah. like, and talking about anything else. Yeah. We have one more. I've, I've said it, the, um, yellow jackets, haven't I? And, and yellow, yellow, yellow jackets. Yeah. Jackets, if you want jackets, people yeah. killing people, yellow jackets. And uh, yeah, guys. Uh, obviously, if you have any. Um, views or comments about feedback about the podcast to you know be afraid to let us know drop us a dm drop us a comment or yeah just anything please don't forget to rate review subscribe and that was barry thanks again guys cheers bankley thank you and thank you jerry cheers guys my name is jibs and we'll be back next week with um, Barry, episode seven, and we'll be joined by who will be joined by? Jerk and Jess Chastain will be available next week. I mean, you can try. I'll definitely, definitely try. But yeah, that was Barry. Thanks a lot, guys. I will see you next time. But yeah, bye bye. <laughs>